Jason. <laughs> Isn't that goodbye? <laughs> Who fucking cares? Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. I think you're right. What's a low? Guten Tag. Guten Tag. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, I'll be the same. Episode's over. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> cool. Really exciting for those of you who are tuning in for the first time. This is what it is. <laughs> Yikes. Buckle up. This cool, cool, is cool, it. Cool, cool, cool. Hi. Um, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing out there? We got a real silly fun episode per usual for you. Mm-hmm. Just like li- fucked up light TM trademarked, patented, yeah. um, mm-hmm. copyrighted. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, it's just like one of those fun things where we were just, you know, where you're just on Facebook at 3 a.m. or whatever and you get a listicle and it's like, oh, is this anything that's interesting? And it was. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I woke up to pee in the middle of the night and I, I just uh, – I'm on Twitter and some weird stuff is is rolling in. It's oh, cool. no. It's cool. All you the know, just- conspiracy theories? Yeah, in that, and then we and then we posted in our Slack for a possible episode topic, and here we are. Oh, magic, love it. It's magic. That's how we work. That's our process. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man. Um. Yeah. It is uh just a regular day here at DTFU podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm wearing my retainers today. If you can't tell, I have been. I wouldn't say I haven't been wearing them. I for sure have been wearing them. I'm a very much like I should wear You're these because yeah. yeah, like I went through all this shit, and if it and if I like ruined it by not wearing my dumbass retainers, I'd be fucking pissed. But I haven't been wearing them as much as I probably should be, uh, according to my orthodontist. Even though I haven't even seen him yet, so like this is all projection. <laughs> But anyway, uh, today I'm like, I'm going to wear them while we record. I feel bad. No, he's going to look at your gorgeous smile and he's going to say, you're a perfect patient. Thank you for being you. Oh, my God. If only. Mm. Oh, I love validation from others. Especially professionals. Especially (laughs) professionals. Especially when they're like, I told you to do this. You followed the rules and you did it. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm like, wow. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, can we take your picture so you could be in the dictionary for (laughs) – or on our wall for a perfect patient? I don't know. Oh, wow. Great. Yes, and I have an acceptance speech planned out already. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, um, that's fun for everybody. You're wearing your retainer. I'm surrounded Mm -hmm. by boxes. Mm -hmm. uh, Still in the process of moving. It's crazy. Um, business for this week is, you know, just like I said last week, if you order something on our merch uh, page, maybe the end of August, early September, expect a bit of a delay while I, um, you know, get my life in order and mm-hmm. uh, get those out to you. If you do, I would just wait, you know, maybe or order it now. Yeah. Ooh, good. Order if it. If you're thinking about it. If you're thinking about it. Yeah. Order it right now. Also, if you order a sticker, I got you, boo. Don't 
don't you worry about it. I got those stickers. I got those stickers in my desk drawer. And I'll send them to you in envelope. And you'll love it. It'll be so great. And you can stick it on things. Like a laptop or a locker. I don't know. <laughs> locker? <laughs> uh or like um, your bowling bag or uh, yeah. what guitar case mm. of your van. Oh, bumper. <laughs> a bumper sticker. Yeah, it could be a bumper sticker if you put it on a bumper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pull up mm-hmm. to my bumper. Um, yeah, uh, I think that's all for the biz. Anything <laughs> fucked up? Um. No, I don't think I I had like a PTSD moment this morning because Pete and I went to go get breakfast at like a dinery place. Uh-huh. You know, like sometimes you just want like that diner breakfast with like of that course. weak coffee, but it's like so good because you like Ooh. chug it. Yeah. And we got like a pancake for the table, like uh, a shared pancake. <laughs> it's like a huge pancake. Yeah, it yeah. was. And I love your work. One. I love your work. That's Thank great. you. Yeah. Uh, and then I had this like sensory memory. I ordered huevos rancheros. It was very good. But they like set it down in front of me. And I had this memory of telling this story on the podcast. It was like deja vu, but also like a like trigger warning in my head for like what was about to happen because uh i remember that they put a secret layer of beans on this huevos (laughs) and the last time i ate it it was like the everything else was normal temperature and then somehow those beans were like fucking lava and burned the shit out of my mouth and it dangled we talked about it yeah anyway (laughs) i knew to avoid that this time and I was so smart to look because I, like, lifted up the egg. First, I didn't see the beans, and I was like, oh, maybe they forgot them. So I'm, like, in the clear. No, they were, like, hidden. It was like they tried to get me extra this time. fucking rude. But you know what? Know how the beans were so hot? They put – they were, like, grilled on one side. Like, they had slapped refried beans on Uh, the fucking griddle, and uh they had, like, a burn mark on them. So they were fucking hot. But I just blew on it. I mixed the sour cream in. It toned it down. I am learning. I'm living. I'm I'm evolving as a human, as an eater, as a breakfast connoisseur. And (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> While it cooled down, also, I just ate the fucking table pancake, which was great. I'm, you know, when all else fails, eat the table pancake. <laughs> just take a breath. Okay. Eat the table pancake. <laughs> I feel like you're mocking me, but it's like, no. your ki- it's like your kitchen wine. It's like the table pancake. It's like a necessity at brunch at a diner no matter the size of the party you need either a a pancake or a stack of pancakes or a french toast for the table no one please bring me my table pancake and my kitchen wine we need an order of your finest table pancakes uh we need a a short stack of your finest table pancakes (laughs) Uh, for for the for our brunch party, thank you. But if they have cinnamon roll French toast, table French toast, that's where I'm at with that. No, I ain't sharing that shit with nobody. I want that for myself. <laughs> you don't get sick from too much like sweet breakfast. 
Yeah, I don't. I never order sweet breakfast. So uh, no, yeah, you're, that's yeah, why the no. table pancake is good because you get like yeah. a couple. Of, it had cinnamon in it. Oh my god, you're mm. gonna you're gonna love this place. Ugh, it's cash Ugh. only, which sucks. And uh, and it's like really busy on the weekend. But bitch, we'll go during the week. Yeah, Jack, saddle up. We're getting pancakes, baby. Don't shit. Taking you for table pancakes, baby. <laughs> Tell your mom to grab the box wine. We're on our way. Kitchen you wine. <laughs> I just take it out of the box and have the bladder in my purse all like just everywhere we go. <laughs> you don't know my life. That's fucking purse wine, not kitchen wine. Purse wine. They're yeah. different. Well, well, well. They're you bust different. it out of the box. It's, it could be any wine, <laughs> anywhere wine. This bladder's coming out of the box. This is anywhere wine. This is wine on the go. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Table pancakes. We love yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't have anything fucked up myself. Um, haven't seen that fucking cockroach since last week. <laughs> he's. What if he's a scout for like a huge colony of cockroaches and he's just like reported back and he's like, do not go to the surface. <laughs> Your cockroach Danger. is like transatlantic. Danger <laughs> No, he's like, I don't know why. He's like a, he's like Middle Earth or something. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's very funny. Cause he's like on a quest, like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. He's like yeah. on a journey to find a new. I don't know what he was doing before I saw him. He was like, you know, gonna throw, he's the Frodo of cockroaches. I don't know. Gonna, th- <laughs> gonna throw the one ring to rule them all in the, um, I don't know, fucking volcano of. The cat litter. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Cock Frodo? Cock. <laughs> That's not how we would shorten it, but I like no. it. <laughs> it's just like a, a, a chode, a chody dick. <laughs> With a ring on it. <laughs> no, it'd probably he'd probably be a Frodo roach. Which also I also like. Sounds like Papa Roach. <laughs> Cut my life in two pieces. Oh my god. All right, well. <laughs> Fucking Papa Roach. Uh, that We've covered tri- a lot of ground already. Uh, I don't know. Oh, man. I don't think trigger's the right word, but that all that gives me such a visceral memory of like how our friend Sandra looked at that time. Because she had, like, dark cherry black hair, and she wore, like, studded belts, and, like, everyone wore super low-rise jeans, but it just, like... Oh, my God. My butt crack was always out. Oh, wow. I I don't think... I still never really wore that low of ones, because I've always had a little bit of a poochie sitch. So, I like high-rise jeans. Mm. I like mid-rise jeans. I'm a middle-of-the-road kind of gal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, well, Anywho. should we talk about our topic? Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Oh, my God, you guys. It's great. Um, uh, full disclosure, I fucked up and <laughs> didn't do what I was supposed to do today. So Nicole's going to be taking charge on this one. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Erin uh, thinks it's like a bigger deal than it was. She was like, fuck shit, god damn it, in our text message. And I was like... I literally just like read something this morning and made some loose notes. You're fine. But All right, well. I'll steer the ship. I don't mind. Yeah. 
All right. Today's topic is uh, um, the rules of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Category is rules. Category is rule, realness, ruleness, ruleness. <laughs> um. Uh, okay. Also, like full disclosure, I don't know how many of these are like fabricated as clickbait. I mean, I can kind of tell and will kind of tip you off as we go through. Like some of it yeah. isn't even a rule. Some of these are like this is more like loose guidelines of like what happens when someone films the show, like as a contestant. And I was thinking too, as I was reading through this, just like how much it probably applies to a lot of uh like reality, reality television. Yeah. Um like The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, they probably have to follow these rules that are seem pretty absurd to us, but mm. in the best interest of making good uh, semi-scripted television, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, uh, it, it, needs, it needs to follow a bit of a, a formula and have these kind of rigid rules around them. Totes, totes. Uh, we can't just be having like fucking spoiler alert everywhere before even episode one airs. You know what I That's mean? Right. I yeah. made the mistake of looking at there's this guy, Steve Hollywood, and he knows all the uh, Bachelor and Bachelorette outcomes. Like, mm-hmm. because they film all that shit way ahead of time. Excuse me, that Huevos Rancheros is causing some indigestion. <laughs> It's like, it's like, I think I have to burp, but it's, nothing's happening. Anyway, (laughs) um, uh, where was I? Oh, Steve Hollywood. Maybe just talking about The Bachelor and Bachelorette makes me have indigestion, but. That's probably it. That's probably it. But anyway, I'm in the mistake of like looking at what he had to say about this last season of The Bachelorette. And I think like the episode the episodes were a little off, like, the, the in the order they were in, because they, like, kind of edited this season weird. But uh, he was ultimately right about everything that happened. And so oh. I'll make the mistake never to do that again if I'm enjoying watching it and want to know what happens. But also it's like, who fucking cares? Yeah, yeah. Which is my general feeling about all of this stuff. And it feels like very – some of this stuff is more – this is more, like, interesting facts for everyone. Um, yeah. And, uh, it's kind of like, is this all that serious? But then when you think about it, it's like, okay, well they sell sponsorships and stuff based on people tuning into this and all that stuff. So I get it. I get Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, totally. Okay. So first rule, first rule of drag race, you can't talk about drag race. Oh shit. It is so fucking under wraps on the DL. It is in a little box. They lock it. They put it. They dig a hole. Then they bury it. Then they cover it with dirt. Then they cover it with cement. Then they cover it with a house. Then they light the house on fire. That burns (laughs) to the ground. Then they build a hotel there. Uh, But like a a chain hotel. Then that goes out of business. Then they bolt it. Is it haunted? (laughs) Jesus. It's haunted with the secrets of RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, Somehow we know all this stuff. Um. Yeah, but like the camp, the contestants on the show can't tell anyone where they're going or what they're doing. That's like the first rule. So if you're accepted, but I mean, it can't be. I you can't like not tell people where you're going because they think you're murdered. Well, right. <laughs> 
but you're so, like, and you just leave I, a dear John note, and you're like, uh, I'll be back in a couple months, but maybe sooner, yeah. depending on how things go. Bye bye. Love yeah, you. Bye. Well, I, I think you know that seems pretty wild. Like, the, and anybody who's like in your life has to know that you've been trying out for Drag Race because it's it's a process. I think yeah. in itself, just to try to get on the show. So, I mean, I, I don't know, like, if you're if you're trying out, you people have to know what you're doing, obviously. Yeah, this is the first thing where I'm like, this seems kind of like BS because on the one hand, I read that um, that like, well, we'll get into this, but like, yeah. I've seen like Dusty Ray Bottoms, I've mm-hmm. seen a video on her Instagram. Uh, of we're gonna be using her and him back and forth through this. Yeah, interchangeably. It's yeah. a it's mm-hmm. appropriate for drag queens, uh, unless it's a specific queen that only goes by her. Then we'll or or if a, if it's a specific queen that is uh, gender nonconforming uh, or they them actually trans. Yeah, yeah, they them. Then they them. Yeah. <gasps> We'll be going by what we think are their preferred pronouns based on being big fans of mm-hmm. the show and a lot of these queens. Anyway, yes. Dusty Ray Bottoms goes by both. Anyway, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but you know what? We're doing it. This is great. Uh, we're all learning and it's going well. Yes. Um, Dusty Ray Bottoms once posted a video. He was with his husband, actually, or his boyfriend at the time, I think, maybe. Mm -hmm. And they were out on the streets of New York, and he got the call that he, like, got on the show. And and Uh. his husband had, like, videotaped it. And they... Or, you know, like, videotaped it. How old am I? It, you know, like, recorded it I on know their what you're phone. Saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they didn't post it before they were on the show. But, like, later after it had aired and it was completely over, that they were like, oh, this is a throwback to, like, when I found out. And it was, like, such Aww. a sweet, exciting, heartwarming video. So it's like, okay, people, obviously, like, your closest friends and family know. Um, but... There's actually someone, one of the uh, contestants from season four, Will and Belly, uh, broke this rule and was disqualified and had to leave the show because, Whoa. yeah, because she was married and her husband found out and her, she later would say that she lied to her husband saying that she was filming like a low budget horror movie in Europe. During uh-huh. this time, it was just like, oh, I got like a low budget non-union job on this horror film. And so I'm going to go shoot that. And they were like, um, okay, like what? Give me details about this movie. And they were like, um, let's see. It's in uh, other. Fi- oh, did I say they're filming it in Europe? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, oh, did I say it's non-union? <laughs> What? Anyway, it was like this really shitty lie. And the husband was like, excuse me? What? Yeah. The husband's like, I think you're lying. Followed her to uh, wherever the like, wherever they were being like put up, you know, in the hotel for filming the show. But was like, why'd you lie to me? And then she was caught sneaking her husband in f- a few times. Yeah. And like that yeah. wasn't allowed because you're not allowed to have guests, which is like kind of a part of this rule. So wow, yeah. So th- that happened, and they had to make the rule saying like you can't have, you need to have like up, the utmost security. Even 
like your significant other or like close family members can't come visit you. You have to be in seclusion basically in the hotel, wherever it may be. They don't even nobody knows like what hotel they stay in or anything like that. So Yeah, which is like the next fun fact because Crazy. they are sequestered at an undisclosed location. And like PS, this is all fucking in the valley in California. So like I'm sure people know where it is. Yeah. The, but like it says that they're like blindfolded and taken to this like undisclosed location and that they have they can't open their curtains in their hotel room and all this shit and they're just like forced to stay in their rooms when they're not on set and they like don't even know where on set is like they're like taken in a like windowless van <laughs> Jesus yeah they're like basically kidnapped <laughs> yeah they're basically kidnapped every morning at at their call time by like <laughs> producers and just like taken to this warehouse where there's a sound stage. But I feel like that's probably not a hundred percent accurate. I'm sure it's like, yeah, they're they're not given the address. They're driven there. Like, you know, they're not like finding their way there. Right. Uh yeah, they're driven there. And they're a lot of them are from not California, so yeah. They probably don't really know where they are anyway. They're probably like, yeah, I'm in the valley, whatever. But they're they're not really – they don't really know exactly where they are. So. Yeah. And maybe part of it too is just like how secret they want the results of this to be. Like obviously week over week you're losing girls. So – Right. It, so then it's like, okay, you know – if I don't know who Hollywood Steve I don't know I don't know who's like out there like with their like photo lens you know like zoom lens trying to catch pictures of like oh who's still in on week five or whatever right. but yeah. maybe people are and maybe Rue's like no thank you yeah like we yeah. want these sky vodka sponsorships and <laughs> We are going to do everything. Anastasia Beverly Hills. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever the fabric store is. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the suit maker is. Oh, my God. Well, that's wild. Yeah. Undisclosed location. Not allowed to have any close friends or family members know where they are. Um, that's, That's pretty wild. That's pretty intense. It's pretty intense. And I feel like this goes into the next kind of like fun fact slash rule. They kind of have, like, a curfew, although I don't know if it's, like, actually a curfew as much as as it is. They're, like, kind of, like, imprisoned in their rooms after, <laughs> like, in the evening. Like, and yeah. I, I, part of this is because Willem, like, biffed it and just, yeah. like, totally kind of messed it up for all the, you know, subsequent seasons when right. he was, like, sneaking his uh, husband into the room. But... Um, but yeah, like they, so what happens is every night at, when they're done shooting, they go into their rooms and the producers put like a piece of tape on their outside of their door, like in the hotel hallway. Okay. So they know if someone has been in or out of their room when they shouldn't. So they are like Whoa. kind of locked in. Yeah. Cause if they, I mean, I'm sure if like there's an emergency, they would obviously they would be able to leave their room, but like yeah, it, it's just to make sure that they stay cloistered after their curfew and they're not, you know, hooking up, whatever. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, which, pe- but like, 
some queens have, like in the last season. Yeah. Uh, Vanjie and Brooklyn Heights. Vanjie and Brooklyn Heights were a thing, yeah. So that's wild because, like, when were they doing that? But also maybe it was it, – it seemed, like, mostly, f- like, kind of just, like, sweet and innocent. I don't know. I don't know if they were, like, you know, getting down every night. I can't imagine. Like, you're working so much. But also yeah. – I think part of the reason they do this is that so, like, if they have beef with other queens or, you know, or there is kind of a little bit of a budding romance that it's all saved for screen time. Like, they want to be capturing all this because it's good content. So it's like, go to your rooms. Nope, nope. Don't look at each other. You can't hook up with each other. But use all that sexual energy when you're in the workroom. Yeah, I think, I mean, it It sounds kind of harsh, but it also, if you're doing this thing, they're, they're there to work. They're there to do what they need to do. This is very, this is serious to them. This isn't mm-hmm. just like just TV. This is like their careers are based off of this. If they make it, they are, if they make it on the show, period, they're on another level than they were before. And then if they can make it through to the the finals, then they're oh my God. they're going to they're going to get now mainstream sponsorships. Like Pepsi mm-hmm. did uh, a huge ad with like tons of the queens from mm-hmm. this past season and season before seasons before. So, yeah. Okay, the next the next fun fact, I guess, is they don't know who they're competing with until the day of them entering the workroom. Like they're all right, sequestered from each other for I mean in general, but then like that morning or whatever, they get ready and then they all enter the workroom blind essentially. That's cool. I think that's so fun. I love that because it's all it's always so like I it, that's like the most real episode in terms of everyone's reactions because everyone's they're like getting an actual yeah like real reaction. Some people are very excited. They're like, "Oh my gosh, we know each other from New York." But most people are annoyed cuz they're like arch enemies or whatever they're like, like aquaria and ms cracker right mm-hmm. weren't they the ones that were kind I of i think so yeah because yeah. they were both new york queens but Aquarius like so new and young and yeah ev- everyone was kind of like ugh. but yeah aquaria wow didn't yeah. aquaria win yeah, yeah she won mm-hmm. um so i mean you know what um okay also um this should be i mean I get this because they're, it's so secretive, but they don't have any phones or internet the whole time. See, that is, I think, I think that's totally necessary. I mean, the not being able to call your your family or anything would be really, really hard. Which is why when they do have those video, um, uh, like sometimes a family member or a friend or a loved one, significant other, will record a video. Yeah. While they're untucking backstage after, you know, they do their entire whole day of performance and whatever. Um, and it's very emotional for them because it's like they haven't talked to their, their mom or their, their husband or, or boyfriend or whatever. And yeah. the that always kills me. Like it always – I always cry with when I see <laughs> them get emotional because – I I think 
it's pretty clear that they don't have access to the internet yeah. or or are unable to call their to call anybody. Um, and I think it makes a lot of sense that they shouldn't have access to the internet because they need to be well versed in all aspects of, you know, of of every part of culture, especially of of drag culture, because mm-hmm. um, they have to do so many deep performances, like with um, like Snatch Game and stuff. They have to embody a famous person, and if they were to you know, go back and look through video of, I don't know, like whoever they were doing, like, uh, I don't know, like Celine Dion or something, they, they would be at a, at an advantage because they would get the mannerisms down. They just have to know how that person, they have to know that person. I don't know. Coming into it. Yeah. 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 And also like how Instagram is and stuff. I feel like you can't risk people posting to Instagram, even if it's by accident, which right. there's a show on NBC right now called Bring the Funny that Amanda Seals hosts. And then Kenan Thompson, Chrissy Teigen, and Jeff Fox oh, are yeah. the judges. It's a fun show. It's like a, kind of like a comedy variety show type thing where different types of comedians come on and they like are competing. Anyway, yeah. they all filmed this like months ago. Um and there, it just showed a part in one of the recent episodes where someone did a, um, who's the oldest Kardashian? Courtney. Mm-hmm. Someone did a Courtney Kardashian impression, and it was like really good. And Chrissy Teigen's friends with her, and she's like, "Oh my god, I have to send this to Courtney. Like, can oh you?" My god. So she like got up on stage. She like you know recorded this girl being like oh hi Courtney blah 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 whatever and then um accidentally posted it to her Instagram and so it showed her like a few minutes later on the couch a producer came by and was like hey you posted that to your did you post that to your Instagram did you mean to like you can't this is like you can't share It's in this. your contract. Yeah, yeah. you can't. Yeah. And she goes, oh, my God. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Don't worry. Nobody's seen it. Just like three million people. <laughs> in like a matter of like what I'm assuming is minutes because she has so yeah. many followers. But oh my God. it was crazy. But they don't want that type of stuff happening. Like, right. Especially for like Snatch Game or all the really fun challenges that people are waiting for every, yeah. every season. Well, and then you see, you kind of see what people are doing and like, it, it just, it makes the competition, you, 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 it's a competition. You want to see people do their best and yeah. you don't know, you, it's, you need to not know what's happening because that's then true. it's all ruined for you. Yeah, that's true. Like if people come in and they don't know, like. If you're, like, a New York queen and there's, like, L.A. queens, like, like, Valentina season or whatever, it's, like, she mm-hmm. was an L.A. queen. She came in. She was, like, very young. She hadn't been mm-hmm. doing it a long time. If nobody already knew who they were, if they had access to Instagram, like, if nobody mm-hmm. already knew who she was and they had access to Instagram, they could go on and be, like, oh, okay, like, it looks like this is her vibe. And then yeah. you could, like, try and come up with strategies or whatever. But since you don't have that, it's nice because – Everyone's kind of on equal footing. I I can't imagine what a mess it would make if if they were allowed to have the internet and yeah. communicate with the outside world. It, it it sounds super super harsh, but like I totally get it. I totally yeah. totally get it. Although those family videos now are making me think that 
their family and close friends probably know where they are. Oh, for sure. I, yeah. I They don't not know. They know where they are. They know yeah. that they're. But th- that's but, like the one, allegedly the very first rule. So who knows? I think they probably have to be very vague about everything and like, I made it, I'm doing this thing, I'm going to be gone for X amount of time. Yeah. Because they have to tell their jobs. They have, you know, I, I, they're not, I don't know. Yeah. They, you can't just drop off the face of the earth like that, so. True. Um, There is a five suitcase limit. Uh, that seems crazy. Because like, they have that seems so like a lot. much. Oh, it seems like no, too little. It seems like too little. Like, I don't know. I know because they're bringing like, they're bringing a bunch of their stuff in already like kind of made. Not all the looks are made in the workroom. No, they don't, they don't, they, they have a lot of stuff that's already like pre-made and... Mm-hmm. And custom, and they have tons of shoes, tons of wigs. <sighs> like, it just seems like it's not um, it's not enough, but, you know, what do I know? <laughs> I know. Yeah, they make it happen. It doesn't specify do. what the size of the suitcase is, so. That's true. That's true. Um, uh, also, a fun fact, the finale performances are pre-taped, so they tape three versions of the finale, and then no one will know who won until they air it. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So, again, it feels like this is kind of low stakes to be that secretive, but it's helpful because, again, like with The Bachelor, all this shit could leak, and then it's like, why are we doing this? And then Mm -hmm. sponsors don't want to pay for the finale, which is like the most costly, you know, the most costly episode and all that stuff. So you need to make sure that's all working. Um. Also, you know, most of these aren't rules, just fun facts, but they work super long hours, which is to be expected. It's TV. They work like 12 hour days, which, yeah, it's wild. Uh, They're all kind of like sleep deprived and tired and it's like, you know, but it's stressful. Yeah. And it's stressful, but it's kind of like, oh, I could see like it not really mattering if I'm sequestered at the end of the day because I probably just want to go to bed. Oh, for sure. So, and they also have to practice a lot. They have to practice every, any kind of like challenge that they're given. They have to practice the dance moves. They have to practice mm -hmm. their lines. If they have like a skit they're performing, they have to, they have to do a lot. It's a lot of work. It is so much work. And, uh, they have to help each other out sometimes, which was an interesting fact. And I heard this first on Nicole Byers podcast, uh, why won't you date me? Mm -hmm. Um, Shangela was on and she just had Monique Hart on too. Very good episode. And I love Monique Hart so much. I do too. Um, but Shangela was on like a couple months ago and talked about how she like basically like had done drag like once before she audition for the show so when she got there she like didn't fully know how to do her makeup and all this stuff and damn yeah and it's a competition so nobody really wants to help each other too much but the producers make each other like they make people help each other because oh yeah because if you're like shangela who immediately you know she's like a force to be reckoned with and like Mm -hmm. makes good tv yeah you want her to stay yeah yeah you know? Yeah, yeah. It's man, I I didn't know that about Shangela. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, she just, like, she hadn't been doing it long at all. And so she was, like, a little, she was having a little of a hard time in the beginning. What else? Let's see. They work long hours, blah, blah, blah. Oh. Have to, yeah. This is yeah. crazy. I read this. Oh, too. you could go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, uh, they have to sign a 51-page contract, like NDA kind of situation. Uh, because there's so much happening. It's a television show. Like, we're, you've been saying, like, there's so much risk with, like, sponsorships and whatnot. Uh, but also it protects uh, drag race from lawsuits in the realm of, quote, physical and emotional aggression. Uh, because contestants must expressly assume the risk of any physical or emotional injuries they may suffer. Oh, which my God. seems – that's, like, kind of crazy language for a contract. I don't know. Um, I mean uh, – And it must be because they're so cloistered and cut off from everything, and it is stressful that – I don't know. Well, I think it's also specifically this. This is like another fun little thing. They, as with any reality show, some of it, most of it is live, but like because they're trying to get good TV content, they have to like redo takes sometimes. So uh-huh. that that could mean, uh, if people are fighting and someone like challenges someone. You know, like, yeah. if someone's like, oh, I, you're, like, Evie Oddly or whatever was, like, I, I wouldn't even say aggressive in this last season, but she was, like. Confrontational. 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 And, like, very just outspoken about her feelings and, like, what was happening. And, I like, love her. She was just, me like, too. no filter, very no bullshit. And. Mm-hmm. She could have been a little bit more dip- – a lot more diplomatic, but, yeah, you know, say lovey. <laughs> but she's, like, telling people things. Mm-hmm. And if for some reason, like, the sound on it gets a little messed up or, you know, whatever, they couldn't get the camera angle in time of her actually saying that because they're just living their lives and, like, being real people, they'll, right. they'll make them do it again. So yeah. I think it's, like, you could – you could, like – succumb to actual like emotional stress if you're like reliving these little microaggressions or whatever that people are taking out on you so that's I think I think honestly and maybe this is just me uh in my personal feelings is Mm -hmm. whenever I whenever they have to learn uh like dance moves and stuff and they have um What's his name? Uh, fucking. Oh, Todrick Hall. Todrick Hall. Mm-hmm. Like doing, showing them choreography and shit. And there's always like one or two queens who just absolutely Can't. suck at, at learning choreography. <laughs> but the, sh- the, watching them try and try and try, you know that it's like only a couple of minutes. It's been edited down to a couple of minutes, but they've been doing that shit over and over again for like hours probably. Yeah. And it always just like breaks my heart to watch somebody in front of cameras, like broadcast to millions of people. It, it's just such a vulnerable thing. I don't know that it must be 
really fucking hard to do that. Oh know. my god, that's like the actually traumatic part is that like yeah. it's not even like in the workroom or while you're filming. It's that we're gonna edit this footage in a way that may make you look like one an asshole, be yeah, be a fucking horrible dancer, whatever. Like you know, it's like. <laughs> You're you gonna- said one, and then you said B. <laughs> I know. I caught that, and I was like, oh, no, what do I say now? Do I do I double down with C, or do I go back to three? <laughs> I think going back to three is the move always. <laughs> oh, okay. Three. Uh, no, but it's like, you know, oh, three. Like, they're going to make it look like you have some romance with a, someone on the – or, like, beef with someone on the show that you – that doesn't really exist, you know? Like, yeah, I feel like – just, like, the way they edit it, even, too, for, like, the promo for next week. Yeah. It's always, like – They'll show it and it's like, you're like, oh shit, somebody, so-and-so fucked up. But then they, you actually watch the episode and it was just, it's all, all the like looks back and forth and, you know, pauses are, are all taken out of context and it's, it's not even, I don't know. It's really funny. Oh, totally. Yeah, Um, it's pretty wild. Okay. Uh, they're also given the season's lip sync songs ahead of time on an old iPad, on an old iPod. (laughs) Not even an (laughs) iPad. (laughs) It's older than that. It's a fucking old ass iPod. Like it's like a nano one. or something. Oh, or like yeah. remember the thick one with like it was like the, the original one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel yeah. like you see those on the show, and you're always like, "Where the fuck did this person get an iPod?" But it's because yeah. they're provided by the show, and they just load it with the songs. Yeah, and they tell you like a day or two before, like the episode you're filming that okay and then like if you're in the bottom this will be the song this week so that they could practice it which makes me feel like what the fuck valentina like yeah you should have been listening to this while you were doing all your shit like putting on your face or like whatever you know it's like this is wild yeah yeah oh Oh, god um and then this kind of uh ties into some of the stuff we've already talked about, but the interview process is super insane. Um, okay, this is what I've always wondered about because they're always ooh. wearing the same clothes, like they're wearing the same outfit. Oh. So it's like, are they just going back and watching footage of the, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. I mean, before they get on the show, but you're talking about oh, the confessionals, oh. Oh, which, the confessionals. okay. Uh, Fun fact, fun additional fact, that's they have to wear the same clothes in all their confessionals. It's not filmed all at the same time. So, like, it's filmed as they're making the episodes because they need their takes to be fresh. And, like, you know, like, when they come in and say, like, a beef just happened, they need a fresh soundbite before. Okay. So, So the confessionals are happening as they're taping the episodes, but they have to wear the exact same outfit every time. Okay, all right. I wasn't sure about that. That's Dude, how it's, yeah. But that's crazy. It's so they can fucking edit it. It's so yeah. that they can use sound bites from any confessional filmed at any time that fits the narrative of the current show episode. Okay, okay. Isn't that wild? That's pretty wild. So, yeah. like, everything's being taken out of context as far as we know. Like, yeah. Like, Unless it's explicitly like someone telling the narrative of what we just saw and it's like this happened then this happened. Everything could be taken out of context like uh, just like a little dumb look or like a name calling or 
oh, like, oh, I think I'm fantastic or whatever. It's like, or they like could they, use that whenever. Or they'll be showing, they'll be showing something that's happening in the episode or like yeah. during a performance or something. And then they'll cut to the confessional and it's like somebody being really shady. And it's like, mm-hmm. maybe they weren't even talking about that. Oh, shit. Okay. Like, it's just like Monique Clark being like, mm-mm-mm. Yeah. And that's it. And it's like, we don't know what that was in reference yeah. to, but it fits here. <laughs> it makes yeah. good TV. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, and but going back to the interview process, okay. like uh, the tryouts to even get on. Yeah. The tryouts to even get on is like they want to see that these queens are like great in and out of drag, that they're going to be great in the confessional. They're going to uh-huh. give great sound bites like the interviews are so in depth because they want to make sure they're not getting a dud, which sometimes happens anyway. It's like, yeah. oh, this person is like boring or doesn't like isn't funny. I don't know. It's like who who was the one? Um white lady had long hair out of drag last season kind of like oh uh shit oh crap i can't remember yeah i know exactly who you're talking about yeah like uh scarlet scarlet uh, envy scarlet envy yeah 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 scarlet envy like thank god she was an awful dancer because they didn't have much else i felt like like a baby deer on ice <laughs> Uh, poor little Bambi. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they're just like they just do a lot of in-depth stuff, but also what they're doing is pre-planning the show with those interviews. So like they ask questions like, "What would be your top three, um, like requests for for a an elimination song, like a lip sync mm. song? Like, what would mm-hmm. you love to lip sync to? Or like, what is your best lip sync?" And they ask things like, for the Snatch Game, who would you do? Right. Like, so they're, so like, not only are the queens kind of like thinking about this and planning it for if they get on the show and like coming in with all that stuff, which is why they come in with the right wigs and, you know, like that's why they have a lot of the right stuff for all of the challenges because they kind of know some things ahead of time. Um, Mm -hmm. But the show's pre-planning. They're like, okay. This person says they want to do this and like this is a really yeah that would be like really fun and this person does these songs and so does this person so like let's make sure we include that or whatever it's right. like it's all just planning good TV. Wow. It's, it's so a lot. It, it's so elaborate. It really really is very very elaborate and I had no idea. It's crazy. Uh, and, and this is where like we've talked so much about all the work that goes into it. It's like on the one hand, kind of a reality show slash contest, but on the other hand, it's still a TV show. So there's like so much that goes into it. Like mm-hmm. twelve hour days on a TV set are not out of the ordinary. Like that's Mm-mm. pretty normal. What is the most fucked up to me out of all these things is where we're getting into now, which is what the contestants are paid. Mm-hmm. Which, according to um, the internet, so whatever you know. Uh, take this with a grain of salt. Um, the queens are paid per episode, so which makes sense because they're not, you know, some people are gone after one episode mm-hmm. and some people stay the whole time, so you can't just be paid paid like a flat fee. Right. Um, but the queens are paid four hundred dollars per episode, which 
if you do the math, let's say it takes one day to film one episode, which it doesn't. It would take more than a day, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but let's say it takes one 12 hour day to film one episode. That's $33 an hour. But like, okay, that maybe that sounds like a lot. It's like way higher than minimum wage. And like, you know, there's, Mm -hmm. it's entertainment and it's fun and they're getting exposure, but they also do all their own makeup. They make all their own costumes. So there's no like makeup department, wardrobe department type stuff needed. Yeah. But that's part of the competition. No, I know, but, like, I feel like that's not factored into, like, how much they're paid. It sounds low to me. I don't know, because they are, they're trying to stay as long as possible. Yeah. And if they're voted off early, then they're voted off early. So it's, like, it's just a, I would, I mean, they get paid. Yeah, but also, like, the amount of money that show generates, like, it it seems, uh, like, it just seems like it's, like, low on the scale. Like, when you look at a regular TV, say, like, a regular TV show on, like, Comedy Central or something, Mm -hmm. or VH1, like, a different show on VH1 or something, people are getting, like, thousands of dollars per episode. Yeah, but that's because they're... They're actors and that's their job. Like these are people who are trying to be on TV. It's different because it's a competition. Maybe. Like, I don't know. I, they're not, they're not there. Like this is part of their job and potentially could make them more money down the road if they play it right and they, and they do well. Like it, they could potentially use this as a, way to do things like get a fucking pepsi sponsorship or whatever so it all just depends but Mm, yeah i don't know i feel like they're not professional actors like they're not in this is not but either are other but either are actors until they're like cast in something that finally pays them like i don't know like they're still auditioning they're going through the process of all this and then people are making like a TV show that makes a lot of money right? and is on like a legitimate cable network. I, I don't know. And maybe it's changed too. Like who knows yeah. how old these figures are, but it just seems, it seems low to me. Like you make more doing a commercial. I, I don't know. It's like, it's wild. Yeah. But that's because you, uh, my only argument is, is like, this is what they're trying to do. Like, they're but they're tra- doing it. They're on TV. Yeah, but they're the it's not the job it's not a job, it's a competition. Oh do you know what I, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like if you're if you're doing a commercial, you're specifically doing a commercial within those parameters and an agreed upon, you know that is the job that you're doing. Le- this yeah. is a, th- this is a competition that you are making a, a choice to knowing all the factors involved by signing the contract that you are potentially losing out on whatever income that you have for whatever job that you have. Uh, hopefully you have a cool job where they're like, let you take a sabbatical and do this, this show. But yeah, I don't know. I but- wonder, I wonder if like other contestants, I know what you're saying now. Like, yeah. like, no, you don't, excuse me. Oh, that burp finally came out. <laughs> oh my God. Spent an hour. Uh, uh, like Cody, 
chestnut? Was that the hot dog guy? Uh, Joey Chestnut. Joey Cody Chestnut. Chestnut's a singer. <laughs> Is it? I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, I'll send you a song. It's pretty good. He made a weird mixtape in his basement, but it's pretty good. Uh, in like mid 2000s. Anyway. Okay. Um, Joey Chestnut's not getting paid until he eats that fucking record-breaking 72nd hot dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I see what you're saying. It's more of a contest, less of a TV show. It's it's like the Olympics. Which is fucked up that yes. those people don't get paid. It's like, yes. you know, that it is a job do, because it takes so much time and effort. If you if do you well. If you do well, if you get a fucking gold medal... Yeah, then but you, you need all those on shitty ones for them to beat. <laughs> right? No, I know. <laughs> but that's why these, yes, like if you fucking crap out, like you have to go work at Home Depot or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's it's a competition. If you do well, you have the potential to have sponsorships and, you know, get on – get on the cover of whatever magazine and have all this exposure. So it's, yeah, it's, it's capitalism at its purest, I think. Um, oh my gosh. So yeah. And well, okay. So you're on the first season, you're getting paid $400 an episode. If you get on to subsequent seasons, they do make more per episode, but it's like, really small increases like it's still right. like 412 dollars per episode or what it's like very small increases sure. okay. um which if you look at something like the bachelor all the contestants on that i don't think they get paid like you probably get a per diem or something but mm -hmm. you're but like all your stuff's paid for and it is a contest and you get to travel the world so there's like other benefits to it but mm -hmm. after if you go on to like if you go on to become a bachelorette or a bachelor from a previous season, or if you go to uh -huh. Bachelor in Paradise, uh -huh. Bachelor in Paradise contestants make seven to fifteen thousand dollars per episode. What? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's like what TV people will get paid, but you got to pay your dues, and that's less of a contest, more of a show. At that I feel point. it's like you're given a SAG card or something, and once you're in, you, once you do that, you are like in, you're in the union, and you're, you're in like, the union. Like these, mm -hmm. this is non-union. This is non-union. Yeah, so, mm. I know. I just feel like I hope it's not taking advantage of anyone. I feel like That's, it is, but well, uh, yeah. But people keep doing it because they want to make it big. Yep. Um so, yeah, I just wrote, if you're one of the queens booted in the early episodes, you've essentially, like, uprooted your life. Mm -hmm. you, you've you lied to everyone you love and know back home. You've <laughs> quit your job, and then you've, like, bird boxed your way into the valley for fucking $400. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so true. And then you have to repack all your five motherfucking then suitcases. You got to fucking repack that shit. You probably got to pay you didn't extra. Pass, <laughs> <laughs> Soju had a fucking uh, urgent care bill, I'm sure, for that oh, cyst. You know what I mean? It it's like. It on the airplane on the way out. Oh, God my damn. God. It's, it's a, it gives another uh, meaning to booty popping. Pop, 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 pop. Um, and then the worst thing. Uh, oh, this is, I don't know, I don't think this is true, but it's, it says that they're financially responsible for their own food, which, 
you're only paying $400 an episode and you are making them pay for their own food, but that's fucking bullshit. They have craft services and stuff. I've heard RuPaul talk about it on her podcast. So, uh, it's, I think that's silly, but I do think that there have been, um, I do think that like maybe their dinners aren't covered or, you know, they don't, they're not staying in homes when they're there, so they don't have a kitchen. So like if they want extra food, they do probably have to buy it. Um, yeah, yeah. But hmm. whatever. And then the, this is, this I, I initially thought was awful, but then it's like, I'm sure it all works out. But uh, in the contract, they're prohibited from doing any other media one year after their appearance on the show without permission from the show. So they're not allowed to do any other media jobs, whether it's like hosting something on air or being a guest star or doing a commercial because that's technically on air. Like they can't use their likeness. They can't uh, even do like a podcast or anything? Well, so this is the thing, because they can as long as it's approved. Mm, So I think they can do that stuff. But now that I'm thinking about it, like, a lot of – it does take a good – there is some momentum that's sucked out of a lot of their careers a a little bit because it takes a while. You know what I mean? So who knows? But I feel like, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. They just, like, get permission. Um, And they can still do, like – stage shows it's kind of like all the american idol contestants when they win like well and then they do a huge tour yeah they do a huge tour with michelle that's like international so they do get paid from that but that sounds awful yeah like the it shangela like i follow her on instagram and she did one like right after she did all stars Uh and she was gone for like months living out of a suitcase like jet lagged all the time eating crap like it's it sounds like it's hard and that takes yeah. a toll on your body because you're a performer mm-hmm. you're dancing every night you're sweating you're singing like then you're yeah. going out and partying and like you know it's like being a rock star yeah <sighs> so wow. i don't know i mean fucking really on the scale of things is it that bad no you get to be on fucking rupaul's drag race and you get to be creative and fun and people know who you are and you get exposure and it ends up great for so many of the queens so is it really that bad probably not who knows who's to say uh i would love to have more insight about it but it it, since this is kind of like all secretive and what we do know about it is just like the basics. I bet there's like some other crazy shit that we don't even know about. But yeah. I mean, to be fair, this is like a full blown empire that Ru- RuPaul has built from the ground up. And now it's like, uh, it's just such a cultural phenomenon that mm-hmm. it's, it's taken on a life of its own. And when that happens, you have to have it, you have to protect it. You have to keep it as pristine and as consistent as possible. And if that's mm-hmm. what you have to do to, to, to make it that way, then I don't know. It's pretty wild. And for something that's like such a big part of popular culture that hasn't burned out yet, like yeah, they've done a really good job of like keeping that show fresh and getting contestants that like are great personalities and, you know, are driven and like all these things, like every season, it it takes an episode or two to like get into it just because you don't know these people yet. But then right. then you're like, okay, now I'm invested and now it's like a wild ride for 12 weeks or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, they've done a great job. And like 
there's other kind of maybe shitty things like they don't get paid for um promotional appearances on behalf of the show which kind of sucks so like you know but you're contracted to do that because you're a part of the show and hopefully you'll benefit it from it at some point and then i think the other thing that's a bummer to me is that if you own a youtube channel and you have a bunch of content on there uh you have to do like a content share with rupaul's drag race Hmm. like during the season and they're allowed to use your any pre-existing videos that you have on that channel or that you're making like as it's airing and they force you to do a revenue share which is kind of a bummer but like some of these things I'm like I feel like that's encroaching on like their personal creativity in some ways and it's exploiting them but I guess like Hopefully, in the end, it all leads to bigger and better things for them. Oh, my God. It's a great show. show. If you don't watch it, you probably – I don't know if you've listened to this entire episode because maybe you're just like, (laughs) I don't watch this. I don't give a shit. What? Uh-huh. Uh, but if you're you're a fan of the show or if you've never watched it before, uh, it is wonderful TV. It is so entertaining and really just – it's great. It's just a great, great show. It's so good. It's just nice watching people be their, be their true selves and, like, explore other facets of themselves and, like, be accepted for it and, like, win for it. You know? Like, like succeed because of it. It's really great. I, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Me too. Oh, there's just so much content out there to see. There's so mm-hmm. much interesting stuff about the show that I did not know about, and I mm-hmm. really, I really learned a lot today. Well, we're learning, we're growing, we're people, we're knowing. <laughs> uh, I, I don't have anything else because no. I didn't have anything to begin with, so... <laughs> This was, this was a little backwards today from yeah. our usual episodes. But you know what? It was just a bunch of information. We'll edit it to keep it real tight. We'll just yeah. keep it real tight. Yeah. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, please um, check out all of our things mm-hmm. uh, on so- social media. Mm-hmm. It's at DTF. DTF. DTF <laughs> podcast everywhere. DTS you. DTS. <laughs> I wish. Um, <laughs> yeah, check 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 out all of our things: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and our website is dtfupodcast dot mm-hmm. Got all kinds of fun stuff on there, and uh, you know what? Be excellent to yourselves and each other. <gasps> bye 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 bye. <laughs> <laughs>